The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything that you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, ensure that you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drive so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. I've been so pumped to take a couple of friends with our road bikes to some of the trails nearby, and now I can bring the entire crew, my dog, and all of our gear with that third row. Learn more about the new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, let's get into some shorter, quick little news bites uh, just to kind of like keep you updated on what's happening around the league. Uh, We talked last episode about how good Zion looks. Christian Clark of the Times Picayune, maybe my favorite newspaper in America, just because you get to say Picayune, might have given us an extra reason of why Zion seems extra motivated in being skinny. $139 million, $193 million deal, right? With massive incentives. So, what are these incentives? We finally know. If he wins any of these accolades, MVP, Defensive Player of the Year, or is a first-team All-Star this year, first-team All-NBA, excuse me, he is due to receive $38 million more. $38 million, 38 million reasons to be in shape, and to ball out, and to be completely healthy. I would definitely hire a nutritionist if $30 million, $38 million was on the line. What does that mean? I think that means Zion is going to be an absolute wrecking ball, and they are going to be the team, the team in the West to watch this year. Speaking of extensions, Tyler Hero, we talked about that last uh, episode, but we now know what his extension looks like. Tyler Hero, four years, $120 million dollars, $10 $10 million in incentives, right around $32.5 million per year. Remember, he said last week, there are players across the league who have gotten paid who I know I am better than. So it's got to be the right number. Well, he's making more than Jalen Brunson right now. He's making more than Anthony Simons right now. Apparently the right number for him, $32.5 million. Seems like the right number. Also, less than he would hope. Also, a lot more than I thought he was worth. I thought he was like 28, 29. And what's $3.5 million when the cap is as big as it is? But still, at least he's no longer going to be a part of these trade rumors. Wonder what that means now, though, for Michigan player Duncan Robinson, who's just sitting there on the bench making, I think, $16 million per year. That was a bad signing. That was a really bad signing. So, speaking of trade rumors, nobody has been in more trade rumors outside of Miles Turner 
than Harrison Barnes. Harrison Barnes in Sacramento. Rumored to be traded to 10 teams, 11 teams maybe, over the last two years. Which is why when he was asked what it's like to be constantly looking over his shoulder, he gave a refreshingly honest answer. Barnes said, you know the NBA. I check Woj, I check Shams. They've still got me here. So as far as I'm concerned, this is where I'm supposed to be, and I'm going to give it my best effort. So it's pretty incredible to hear that these NBA players literally don't hear news any earlier than us. Like, we get the news the very first moment we can have it. And that's why you have to have them on notifications. But it's nice to know that Harrison Barnes is checking for the Woj bomb to see his name. And also, on a very separate side note, could you imagine if you had been fired and it happened on Twitter? Like, you find out on Twitter, hey, come into my office. Nope, you don't get that. You get, uh, it's been reported that Trista Crick has been uh, removed from the heat check uh, starting now. That'd be so wild. It's been reported that Trista has been traded to iHeartRadio. Like, okay, uh, where, where? Where am I going? Also, quickly, Giannis. Giannis is a dark dude as, as, as like a... Uh, Sunny of a disposition that he has, and as funny as he is, and all these dad jokes, he likes dark movies. Disney Plus movie Rise was made about his upbringing. His criticism? It wasn't dark enough. What? I, was, I, I immediately said to myself, well, I need to know. How dark was it? Like, what was the darkest moment? I need to go to Milwaukee and ask, like, what was the darkest moment of your upbringing? Because obviously you wanted it out there. You didn't want the whitewashed Wonder Bread version out there. You wanted to put all of the grit and all of the grime. But I also went down a rabbit hole recently about why trauma is something that people keep writing about and putting out in films. It's very weird. Every book I tried to, to buy from the bookstore the other day all centered around a dark past comes bubbling up that they must confront. It's like, no. Anyway, his biggest hurdle, Mama Antetokounmpo also didn't think that the movie was dark enough or true enough to reality. She was mad it wasn't more realistic. Did anybody tell him they could have done this with, like, HBO Max? Like, it didn't need to be Disney+. Plus. Like, I promise you HBO Max would have done that deal. It would have been like, all right, we're putting out House of Dragons, and then uh, a season before that we're putting out, it's not called Rise, it's called, like, Stay Down. (laughs) I don't know. He's happy that the kids are responding to his life story, but he cannot wait, he says, uh, for a movie about his life that will be more dark because he said it will be more accurate that way. I need to know what happened. I need to know what happened. I know she was selling, his mom was selling like DVDs in Greece. I need to know. Moving on. Reports hit the wires that Shaq is currently interesting, interested in becoming a part of the new ownership group of the Phoenix Suns. Shaq wants to buy the Suns. Wasn't he there for like a season? <laughs> he was the big cactus, big cacti. And then he was something else. He went somewhere else pretty quickly after that when he went to the Heat. I mean, he has no real connection to Phoenix, especially considering that he shares a set with someone who is Mr. Phoenix Suns in Charles Barkley. So to me, it feels very petty. It feels like he wants to own it and have that to lure over Charles Barkley. 
on TNT, really, just so he can make fun of him on TNT. Apparently, he wants to get into business with Jeff Bezos, who is now rumored to be kicking the tires on the Suns. I don't want Jeff Bezos owning an NBA team. I don't. He owns too many things. He just does. I don't want him owning every facet of my life. I went to a grocery store today. It was an Amazon grocery store. This is the scariest thing I've ever seen. You just scan a code, you put groceries in the bag, and you leave. They don't even check you out. How do they know? They've got cameras. They've got weight markers. They correspond the weights to the foods. How do they know? How do they know? How do they get it all right? What if they overcharge me? What if they accuse me of stealing when I didn't? All these things. Scary. Amazon Jeff Bezos is a scary dude. What's he going to do inside of, a, of an arena? Who knows? Really interesting. But the league does need Shaq as an owner. I, I would like that. So here's a question. What NBA player can guard positions one through five? I think the list is pretty short, right? You've got probably Bam Adebayo. You've got... Well, let's actually ask Bam Adebayo who he thinks uh, can do that. He has his own ideas. This is what Bam said. He says it's me, Draymond, and Giannis. Three guys who can literally guard one through five and be effective. So he leaves off Ben Simmons who played one and now is going to play five, so you would imagine he could probably guard two, three, and four. LeBron James? He just leaves LeBron James off. I think he can guard one through five. I think he's pretty effective at that. Hmm. Who am I missing? Kevin Durant? Can Kevin Durant guard one through five? He can guard maybe two, one and a half through five, like a big point guard. Who am I missing? Are there any players with the length and the agility Jason Tatum, could he play? Could he guard one through five? I'm just throwing these names out here now. Length, agility to defend all positions, and strength to be able to take a bruising down low in the post. I'd like to know. Let me know what you guys think, either in the comment section, hit me up on Twitter. Am I missing anyone? This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Latest trade rumor. Buddy Heald and Miles Turner to the Lakers for both of their first-round picks. This has been going on for forever. I'm done. I'm done with this Indiana Pacers-Lakers trade. Like, either do it or don't do it. I don't want to hear any more about Buddy Heald being in purple and gold, which will be an absolute nightmare of a scenario if it happens. I don't want to hear any more about Miles Turner being traded. Like, no more rumors. These are just, this is the biggest tease. It's been going on for like four years. Even when Buddy Heald was in Sacramento, we've been hearing about all of these guys being traded. I'm done. Zach Lowe reports, my best intel right now is if the Lakers called Indiana right now and said both picks unprotected, the Pacers would do that deal. I mean, yeah, two first-round picks for guys that you don't like. 
Like, they don't like either one of them. Yes, of course that deal is going to happen if you offer them your 25 and 27 first-round picks, which LeBron James will be as old as dust by then, and so this team will be nowhere. And Anthony Davis will probably be retired by 2027. So, of course. Of course they're going to do it. Will the Lakers do it? That's the question. All right. Uh, Someone asked Steve Nash about Ben Simmons' free throw woes. And he said, I believe in Ben as a free throw shooter. That's really nice to hear, Steve. I'm glad you believe in him. What is he supposed to say? What Doc Rivers said? I mean, then then they've got to deal with, like, Ben never coming back to the team. You can't levy one bit of criticism on Ben Simmons if you're the coach publicly without him deciding he needs another back surgery. Like, that's just facts. The last time we saw Ben Simmons, he shot 34% from the line in the playoffs over 12 games. That was a point guard at that point, shooting 34% from the free throw line. I mean, what is he supposed to say, I guess? Like, I don't believe in Ben. I pray he never gets fouled. That's why we don't want the ball in his hands. Like, he's going to pass every time he has the ball. Like, that's why I said I don't want him shooting jump shots because, God forbid, I have to have him shoot three free throws. Like, what is he going to say? I plan on benching him in the fourth quarter. Don't worry. Like, everything's fine. Like, if, if Steve Nash knew how to manage his rotations, that's what he would do. Ben Simmons out there, quarters one, two, and three. Quarters one and three, when the pressure is the, le- the least. I mean, of course you got to say that. It's just like, Steve Nash is, is maybe the worst. Maybe the worst coach in the NBA right now. And that's saying a lot, because Steve Clifford's back, folks. Also, Rachel Nichols. She's back, folks. She, uh, the coast is clear for Rachel Nichols, given the fact that the world has turned their attention on spewing venom at Malika Andrews. So now Rachel Nichols comes from the clouds and announces she's now with Showtime Sports. She gave her first interview with the All the Smoke guys. She went through her entire point of view over why she was ousted or pushed out from ESPN. Listen, I like people getting a second chance. But if I am if I am Matt Barnes and Jack, we're not putting out that promo right now. We have we have the entire world going after Malika and questioning her blackness. We can't have and we were connected in the Rachel Nichols saga as the only people of color that she would put on her show were us. We can't we can't promote her coming back right now we got to push this announcement dog a week maybe nine days this can't be we can't be connected to this we gotta re we gotta reshoot this this is like the day after malika's andrews got destroyed by twitter people being like bring rachel nichols back and all of a sudden it's like i'm back like no we can't have that we can't have that that just shows you the one day you're on the spit Next, you're part of the fire. She turned in, just really landed on her feet, Rachel Nichols. Shocking. Shocking Rachel Nichols is, uh, is resilient. I'll just say that. Moving forward, Chet Holmgren. Poor, poor Chet Holmgren. On the day the preseason began, he tweeted this. It was like one of the most heartbreaking things I've ever seen. 
all caps, I want to hoop. Damn. Damn. I want to see you hoop too, Chet Holmgren. Reports say that he's reached out to Joel Embiid for advice on what it's like to miss his entire rookie year. He said, I briefly spoke to Joel on what his experience was like and talked to one of his trainers a little bit and got some kind words of advice. Awesome. Awesome stuff. Also, how come he didn't contact Ben Simmons? He missed his whole rookie year, too. It's weird. Really quick aside, did you guys see that um, that Instagram photo? And it was uh, Kyrie, Kevin Durant, and Ben. And Ben was just, like, on the left side of the photo. And he's, like, looking at... He's like looking at Kai and Katie, and they're like looking at only each other, like just icing them out of the photo, like just turning their entire shoulder, like, who invited this guy? Who invited this guy? Who is this guy? He's like the PR guy off to the side, like the agent. Not involved in the conversation in any way, just eating pizza. Anyway, back to Chet Holmgren. I can't wait to see him. Can't wait to see him back. Finally, in uh, my tweet of the week, we get to see James Wiseman not only ball out to the tune of 20 points, 9 rebounds, which is also – I actually don't know which is more surprising. Ben Simmons being – or uh, James Wiseman, excuse me, being fully healthy and dominant or James Wiseman to decide in Japan to go in full samurai gear and use a samurai sword to drop, drop a bamboo target in half. James Wiseman in a samurai suit with a samurai sword in Japan. It's like Tom Cruise, the last samurai. It's James Wiseman. I think if there's one guy, though, because he's had so many injuries, if there's one guy, if I'm the, the Golden State Warriors, I don't want to be wielding one of the most sharp swords on earth. It's like, oh, yeah, we're giving you Valerian steel. A Valerian steel sword and a dragon. There you go, James Wiseman. Play play Game of Thrones. It's like, no, I don't want James Wiseman like cosplaying anything that could lead him to get injured a- again, even a flesh wound. Because you know, like, James Wiseman would get a flesh wound and then it would ultimately get infected and then he would probably end up losing a limb. Because, like, that's how bad of luck that he has. It'd be like, You remember when James Wiseman lost from his elbow to his hand because he accidentally cut himself with a samurai sword on a PR trip during training camp to Japan? That shit was crazy. What could have been if James Wiseman wasn't messing around trying to play samurai? Do you guys remember when Jaguars kicker Chris Hansen ended his season by hitting himself in the leg with an axe trying to chop wood in the locker room? Like, that's what I imagine happening to James Wiseman. Like, just James Wiseman out for the year, doo-doo, and then you have to go to, like, nba.com slash injuries, and it's, like, James Wiseman out designation, samurai sword, flesh wound. That's what it is. What a piece of memorabilia that was. We can only hope there will not be a samurai sword sitting inside of one of Lacob's offices or one of James Wiseman's locker in the future. Don't want to see that. Short episode, not a lot of stuff happening in the NBA, but that is all the time that we have for the Heat Check. We'll be back Thursday, Friday. We'll be back Friday with a new episode. 
Please check out the feed for past episodes of the offseason as we get you ready for the 2022-2023 season. Do not forget to download. Please subscribe. Please tell your friends. And follow us on social at, at this heat check and at Trista Crick on TikTok.